in case you missed it on Newsbreak. We are already suffering quite greatly. Just from last year, our evaluation is that we only managed some grades, only managed to get less than 50% of the academic year because remember we closed entirely for the first time. When we reopened, we had to go into your differentiated timetable where there are days in which learners were not coming or weeks, and that gave us half the time. So in essence, we would have only taught for 40% of the time, but the timetable itself is very erratic and very disruptive. Our evaluation tells us we've only achieved less than 30% of academic year for academic work for 2020. And the same thing has happened again this year. We've had to do differentiated timetables and we've only managed to get contact time half the time. But the effects are, again, we are, from our evaluation, we've only managed to, 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 to teach or there's learning, teaching and learning, which is only 30 to 40 percent. You did mention that uh, teaching is on the way only around 30 to 40 percent. This is a major challenge, but how is the department dealing with this challenge? We'd have to trim the curriculum and say certain parts of the curriculum which we think are auxiliary or can be learned later should be put aside so that we focus on core functions or core skills. So we have to trim down our curriculum, focus on specific subjects, we have to reduce the number of assessments. So what is the worst case scenario in terms of the COVID-19 numbers spiking in the next few weeks? We understand that religious facilities have been called in to help. The worst case scenario will already have another disruption. The worst case scenario... Even to continue the way we are, as I say, we're already working on a trimmed curriculum. And we've had to trim as much as we could just to be able to accommodate key skills that are very essential in different grades or different phases. And the worst case scenario is get more disruptions where we are forced to close without planning. So if we're allowed to go on the way we have planned and we don't have more disruptions, we think we can still survive, but we will not be able to. I don't think the system can take more disruptions than it, it, it is currently facing. To return learners in a very safe environment doesn't mean that we have to jump the protocols and get back to our problems of overcrowding. We've approached churches, communities, and people who've got uh, facilities in communities just to allow us space to use those facilities for us to be able to have the proper social distancing. Now let's talk about a proactive approach here, considering the fact that COVID-19 would be with us for a long time. How far has the department gone in implementing sort of online measures or advanced technology measures in moving into the future in terms of education in South Africa? Because COVID-19 had not planned for it, it found us completely unprepared. And some of the things are not things that you really maybe through a magic wand to get them in place. But it has also helped us to be much to be wiser. Different provinces are putting measures in place to make sure that there is a, there's rapid implementation of ICTs in schools. There are different methods that are being used where kids are now given more work to go and work at home and get parents to assist. So we've had to put different measures in place, but as far as we're concerned now, those measures have not yet been perfected. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.